0: Hey everybody and welcome to the underground podcast. So you guys are going to probably be receiving this late if you're in the Eastern side compared to my side. I'm still trying to get used to the whole time difference thing now that I moved to the West Coast. So bear with me, y'all, if these episodes come in like maybe five or six or seven o'clock at night, it's just because I'm trying to get used to everything. And if I have to wake up at 10, if I have to wake up um, a little bit earlier for you guys to receive it in the morning. I'm going to get that all in preparation. So we are wind- winding down to the last couple of episodes for season one of The Underground. And honestly, I cannot feel any more blessed. I am truly, truly blessed that I am able to use this platform to express myself, to encourage other people, and just to speak to people who are are like me or who are going through something similar or not really something similar, but can shed a light to the situation. And in today's episode, I want to talk about transition. I was really holding off from this topic just because I knew I wanted to talk about it later because I'm still in that transition. So I wanted to talk about it in the aftermath. But what I've learned in the transition is that in tra- you're always transitioning every single day. You know, you're always moving through a light, through a dark space, through depression every single day. You're always moving in some sort of matter every single day. So, transitioning is basically your everyday life. And I didn't want to get to a certain area, or a certain place in my life where I have everything together. And Literally just start saying, like, oh, this is what I started doing after college. This is what I started doing, this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. Kind of like sharing my whole life little story of where I where I would get to. And I really wanted that to be the persona and the perspective and the the vision for myself. But yesterday I was at work and I was thinking to myself, like, it wouldn't be as authentic as you speaking of it right now as you are kind of low key going through it similar to how everybody else is going through it you can speak to the minds of somebody else who is maybe one step from making a great decision or maybe another step from making a bad decision that they don't feel fully 100% in it and they can get out of it by just listening to somebody who is going through it or somebody who's going through something similar or it's just shedding a light like wait a second let me think about what i'm actually doing let me think about what i'm actually considering for myself. Let me think about not settling. And let me think about not even um, making this decision just because of what's going on right now. And I really, I I had this whole vision of how I wanted to come on here and, and share this message, y'all. Excuse the background noise of these flight, I mean, this airplane. But I really have this vision and i was just like you know i was praying to god and i was like god what is it that you want me to say and something in me was like talk about your transition talk about the transition that you're in right now because a lot a lot of us college students especially graduate students who probably are not going straight into graduate school who are probably just going into the retail going back to retail and store working at grocery stores working at any other stores just to make you some money and everything else. It's not what we expected after we graduated. It's not what we wanted our new transition to be. We want the new transition to probably be the new job, the new place, the new area, um, the new internships, or the new connections, new networking, or new profound places. And, you know, I've been seeing it a lot lately that a lot of dreams have been deferred. And they have not been denied. They've just been delayed. They've been deferred for a minute. (laughs) And I really just felt like, wow, you know, if I were to speak about it months from now, because I really was planning on speaking on it in six months, I was like, yeah, maybe my life will be better in six months. But I'm like, Najava, that's unrealistic. Like, unrealistic. Like, I'm trying to talk better to myself and really be nice to myself, but I'm also trying to be, I'm also trying to talk smart to myself because I really feel as though when you talk smart and also be kind to yourself, you actually feel better. You feel confident. You feel like, yeah, I can maneuver. I can do this thing, you know? Um, and that's something i'm currently working on as of now but 6 months was unrealistic cuz i'm like what if in 6 months you're kind of hitting the peak or you're not there i don't want to say like what if you're not there i'm like i don't want to put that energy out there i i, I just don't want to put that energy out there but it's unrealistic to put something push back something 6 months later and you know just kind of feel like that's where your life will be. Everything will come in order. Everything will just start following in place and everything else. No, my my next six months will be better. My six months may bring new blessings. My six months will maybe bring me a new job. My six months will probably be in a state of still working on myself, still working on my confidence, still working in the season that I'm in right now, still working on the transition, still working on meeting people, still working on networking, still working on getting into grad school, you know, my season in the next six months is is may not look like what it is right now, but it could be it's gonna be better. But it's not gonna make it seem like I have everything together. I understand the transition because transition is every single day. And I I really want to encourage somebody out there who who is a college student, because like college student or a high school student, or even just getting out of grad school, I wanna say like Everything takes time. In my own experience that I'm learning right now, I've been, it's almost about to be a month. Actually, yeah, it should be about a month or so where I will be hidden and I'm living in the West Coast And honestly, I can tell you guys that it's been a whirlwind. Like in my mental state of being, it has been a whirlwind. And sometimes I could not let myself let up like I was, I'm missing my friends like crazy, you know, family members can drive you nuts about what's the next phase, what are you going to do in life, and I feel like sometimes we get so caught up in like our everyday lives that we forget that we're still in a pandemic, we still got to be cautious, and- realize our safety. So it's like sometimes when I kind of mention it to like my godparents or like my mom or something, they're like, oh yeah, dang, this stupid COVID, you know? My mom says that a lot. So um, I realized for myself that everything takes time and you have to take time for yourself. And one thing... And I'm actually, you know, sorry for the lost souls, you know that are in a better place right now. I'm actually happy that we are in a pandemic. And hear me out here. <laughs> hear me out. The reason why I say that is because it's taught me more about myself, knowing that if I was to lose everything, everything in this world, everything, and the world stopped, who am I? Who am I in this world? Who am I serving to? What what am I benefiting on? What is my resources coming from? What is my, how am I feeding my soul? Am I feeding my soul with a lot of money, a lot of trips, a lot of cars, a lot of jewelry, a lot of purses, you know, being in the club, being in the scene and everything else? Is that who I am? But when I go to bed at night and I'm I'm filled with a thousand thoughts, I'm filled with a thousand things that I I can't even, I can't even fathom, you know, I'm scared, I'm nervous, I'm anxious, I'm getting into a depression mode, I'm getting into being angry, I'm getting into being sad, I'm doing a whatever, you know, type of thing. Who am I leading, leaving all my stress to? How am I relieving my stress? And is my job my purpose? Is my... Is my friend, my family, you know, the materialistic things, does that make me who I am? And these are things you have to ask yourself. Because this whole pandemic, like since March, I remember in the beginning, I was going to work, coming home, going to work, coming back home. And I was also spending time with my friends almost every week. My friends made sure. Shout out to Mar and Walter, because every single week <laughs> after, like, during, during this whole pandemic in North Carolina, every single week we were doing something. They made sure. We asked each other our schedules from the, 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 um, the day we hang out, at the end of the day when I'm about to go home. And everything else, they'll ask me like, okay, so when are we hanging out? When's the next? What's our next schedule? What are we doing? You know, we were so creative about it. And, you know, it's times like those where I'm back, I'm here at home in the West Coast. I'm like, I adore and appreciate those times because also during those times, those long conversations, those long conversations where we talked about every and anything, we did check-in mentally, you know those questions where it helped me grow as a person, helped me open my eyes. And, you know, I was scared to hear sometimes the truth from my friends, but they actually told me for what it is. And I honor and respect my friends for that. So during this pandemic, the reason why I loved it because it taught me a more so different perspective on what life is truly meant for And the transition for me in the beginning was like like coming here and moving and everything else. I was like, no, I got to get this. I got to get that. I want to make some money. I want to do this. I want to get up. And I don't know what took over me. My mom once said, she was like, slow down. You know, you're... And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I heard her. Like, I really heard her when she said that. And I thought to myself... Like, you know, how can I be able to maneuver through life? Like, how can I be able to maneuver through life if I don't have this, if I don't have that and everything else? How can I maneuver? So I literally sat back (laughs) and I literally thought to myself, you know, okay, Java. Let's 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 just literally think about this. Let's literally think about this. I'm like, if you were to get a job, you know, I and this was from I think I I spoke this in the last I don't know if I spoke this into the last um episode or so, but I remember when I spoke up, I was just like, you know, thinking to myself like, there was an interview that I did and it was it was nice. It sounded fancy. It looked fancy. It looked like it could pay me so much more, but the thing about it, it wasn't going to make me happy. And I know, I know you're in this time period, sometimes you're going to do stuff that don't make you happy, of course. But at that moment, like I was just in my soul. Like I was really in my soul. I was coming back from LA, riding back home. And I was just like, you know, I was just telling myself like, I was really trying to convince myself like, oh, this is probably it. Me confident in the work job and everything else. And I was just like being confident. And coming back, I was like, why are you going to go back to something that you, you really told yourself you're not going to go back to? Of how tirelessly it built your body into being. Just because of the money and then on the travel part and then all these things like, you know. And I was just thinking of my own health my own mental health and what it have brought me into it. And I'm like, I understand this is money, but is money really going to take you this far again? When you know there's a bigger purpose in life that you are able to fulfill for your life, when you know that there's God who is the rise and fall of everything on this earth, you're really going to make money drive you this far and I'm not talking about the drive, like the actual get in the car, stairwell and everything else. But no, I'm talking about your mental. It's like you want to take two steps forward, but you're taking five steps back again. And that was a mental check for me because I was like, dang, I'm in this new transition and I just want money. I just want this, that, and the third. And when I thought about that, I'm like, you know, I just... I I thought it was cool. But then I, I checked in with myself. I was like, no, it's not. You can't let money or anything else in desperate measures define who you are destined to be. Sometimes these little setbacks that you have, these little jobs that you have and everything else, it's not a way, it's not a place for you to say like, oh, this is basically, you know, where I'm supposed to be forever. You know, this is, this is my this is how I'm going to be comfortable. This is what's going to bring me um more stability, which you know, you do need a job for stability purposes and financial stability as well, but also conforming yourself into the ongoing process every day that you're not able to fulfill the other things that God has created you to do on this earth to be able to inspire other people to be able to probably be um a a preacher or a YouTuber or a dancer or, you know, marketing or something like that. You know, God has a a place for you, but, you know, when he removes these things or when you remove yourself out of these things and now you're sitting like, oh my gosh, what am I supposed to do now? It's a time where you also get in tune with God. It's a time where you get silent and re-silent and tell yourself, you know, God, I hear you. What what do you want me to do? And luckily I didn't get the job, but it just showed me in that purpose and time, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna work with what I got right now. And I'm so thankful for the job that I have, even though it pays the same, but it doesn't give me the same hours, the crazy hours and everything else, I'm still grateful. I'm still knowing that even though this is a little job that I have, I'm still working on the side. Like I'm, I'm getting into this routine where I'm working on my trend, even though I'm in a transition, I'm still working. And My transition may not look like other people. Other people are going to grad school. Other people probably have jobs that are paying for an apartment and the life that they want to live and everything else. And you know, I, I congratulate everybody for that. I congratulate for the people who are continuing on or who have a job and who are stable and everything else. I congratulate you on that. And for me you know, I took a step back and thought to myself, what is it that I need to do? What is it that I want to do? And as I started aligning myself into that position, I started also mentally leaning on towards God more. And I I really am in the position where God took everything, like literally everything. And I'm at square one again and literally had to tell me to focus, focus on me To be in me, like the focus is not physical for me. It's really internally, like focusing on yourself is. It's it's a nice thing to say. Like it's really a nice thing to say. Like oh yeah, I'm focusing on myself. This, that, and the third. No, 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 son. I say the focus is on me, in me. And when I say in me, I'm not talking about oh, let me just say it and go about doing whatever. No, when I say I'm focusing on myself, I'm encouraging myself. I'm watching motivational videos. I'm doing sermons. I'm talking to friends that feed my soul, but also I'm talking like I'm I'm reaching out. I'm trying to be more open-minded. I'm trying to repent because there's so many things that I know for myself that I still have to work on, that I still have to be able to see why what what i'm actually thinking about and why i'm actually thinking about it like why am i thinking in this negative state of mind you know rechecking myself because sometimes in my head it goes crazy like it goes dumb crazy i'm like yo yo what's going on and i have to really sit back and check myself so one of the activities that i have been doing is i have this book from target and it it says, I totally got this. And I literally write in that book to encourage myself. I literally write letters to myself. I'm trying to make it as an everyday activity where every day I'm just like writing a letter to myself, encouraging myself. I'm not saying what the current situation is going on right now. No, I'm encouraging myself. I'm like, even though if I don't see things are working out, I'm like, Java, things are not working out, but look at the bigger perspective of things look at the things that you know you are doing keep working keep doing this like i'm writing that letter to myself to encourage myself to build myself up because the focus has to be in me the focus has to marinate has to sizzle has to sauté a little bit you know kind of put the pot over it let it let it steam let it fluctuate let it kind of stick in my head because That's the process that I need to go to at least manage this, manage through this transition. And sometimes I let go and that's fine. You know, it's fine that sometimes you're going to always have those days where you let go, but don't give up. Don't stay comfortable. Don't settle. If you have to leave the relationship, leave the relationship. You are young. Okay you are young and in this time and age it's i i told somebody this i was like it's so sensitive and tangible like me being 22 i feel like it's so sensitive and so tangible like the way what i mean by that is like we're so easy to gravitate to what things and what people say sounds good what people say or make it feel like this is the comfortable living style or um Making it seem as though like, you know, this is the way we should be living. And I don't believe in being comfortable because comfortable, there's no growth. Being comfortable is no growth at all. It's just like I'm settling here and thinking that this is okay when I know that if God was to tell me to move and I'm just like, God, I'm comfortable here. This is where you told me to be. So I'm going to stay here. But if I'm like, if God speaks into your spirit one day, I was like, move and you don't move it's just like you're too comfortable. You're too comfortable in that space and I'm in in part of my transition, I'm uncomfortable. Like I I don't get comfortable anymore. I I'm uncomfortable. I've learned how to unfold those things of being uncomfortable. I'm learning how to stop speaking to myself or thinking about my past sometimes or um moving on from people that have like Literally, I feel like stained a place in my life, but not really like stamped it, like stamped it for it to be permanent. It's kind of like a little stain where I can like put some glass cleaner or some, you know, some Clarks type of thing and kind of wipe it off, make sure all of that is cleaned out. But they haven't stamped or made it permanent in my life where. I can't rip it off, and that's how I feel about a lot of people who were in my life. They stained a little bit. It was like a little stain. It wasn't really. It's something that you know. It can. It it can be blurry sometimes. But if you put some Clorox in it, okay, put some Clorox in it and let it disinfect. <laughs> let it sit. Let it sizzle. You know, it can probably go away nine times out of ten. But you know, it's not in a way of the, to hate people or to forget about them. No, you, I I believe every person that's left my life made an impact in my life. I've learned a great valuable lesson in anybody that I'm no longer friends with or an acquaintance or any kind of relationship with. You have served a purpose. You have served a lesson in my life, like a chapter in a big textbook in my life where that chapter now is flipped. It's over. Like that book is closed. So, um it's no hate. It's all love at the end of the day. And in this in this moment in time when I'm looking at things a little bit more different. I'm looking at things where it's like I cast over not having depression or anxiety or even just you know, postpartum, post-depression, depre- post yeah, that thing I, that you have after college. <laughs> I, I literally lost my train of thought about it. But y'all know what I mean. Um, I learn, I'm learning that I'm casting that over myself and I'm not speaking that into my life because even though everything has not gone so well in my life and is not going the way I want it to be, it's okay. Everything is going to be okay. God's timing is the perfect timing. God is the rise and the fall of this land. So don't ever think that just because a pandemic is ruining everything, God is the rise and the fall of everything. God planned this. God knows what he's doing. God knows the control of it. Don't let the enemy steal your joy. Don't let the enemy steal your peace and your... And yourself and your soul in the midst of this whole pandemic. And that's why I'm so grateful for this pandemic because it's taught me that, you know, the only person that my number one source is God through this transition. The thing that has moved me through is God. Like the only, I've been trying to get into the, um, get closer to God. And I write this every year as my new year's resolution and everything else. And this time I'm like, "What what can I do to get closer to you, God?" And God is like, "Just read the word." Like, <laughs> it's that simple. Read the word. If you don't understand it, there's so many like resources that talk about God, that explain it, that really resonates with what he's trying to say or, you know, you may miss a word or you may miss a a, fa- a phrase or something like that. There's so many things that God is explaining to us on how we should maneuver and the wisdom that overflows in the word and the wisdom that you make it as a mantra over your head. Like it has helped me to be more at peace with everything. I'm still working on a couple more things. I'm still working on myself as far as in that, but it's made me realize that yeah, I may not be in graduate school. Yeah, I may not be um, where I want to be in life. I may not have the highest paying job ever, but I'm okay. I'm happy. I'm happy right now. I'm content with that. I'm content in knowing that there's more to come. I mean, content in knowing that comfortability is not where I want to be at because I know that if I stay comfortable I'm going to get into a place where there's no more room left in a place of possibility, a place of purpose, a place of joy, a place of peace, a place of new relationships, new careers, new goals, and everything else. And I didn't want to put myself in that predicament. So what I did was I got into the word. I started Giving my time every day to God. Like, I have a devotion book, I have a prayer book, prayer journal, and a journal full of my scriptures and my Bible. Like, I have to pull that out every single day to really reassure myself and really speak of it and then really pray about it. And then throughout the day, I'm basically like having a conversation with God about it. I'm having a conversation about myself. I literally give myself a therapy session, even if I'm at work and I don't know what to do. I'm walking around thinking to myself and talking out loud in a way where nobody's listening to me, but also in a way where I'm literally having a conversation with God, like asking him and then talking to him and just waiting if he responds or not. Or sometimes I feel like God gives me this like clear vision through my thoughts and how my thoughts navigate. Or he'll just tell me, you're thinking about this way too much. Like, why you putting and diving in your energy into this thing? So it's just helped me so much in this season on how to manage the transition and not just fall with what the enemy is trying to plant in my mind or trying to sow or trying to feed me into it. Because at the at the case of it all, it's just like I matter. I matter in this world. I matter to know that I'm capable of anything. I put my mind to it. No pandemic, nobody's going to stop me unless my God is right in front of me saying, that's enough. We're done. We over. We got to end this. We got to shut it down. You know, It's, it's only that person that can stop me. So if I am in that place where only God can stop me and he hasn't even told me to stop. So what am I doing and not going forward with it? You know what I mean? Like, it's just those things where I sit back and I realize to myself of how God is so powerful in my life and how I have to let his presence in my life every single day to maneuver well in this transition. That not everything is going to be easy. Not everything is going to be peaches and cream. Not everything is going to be, you know, the lightest day of mine and everything else. Like, it's not going to be that. But if I can just trust God and in the midst of it all and be like, hey, I'm working, but this is not where I'm always going to be at. I don't have the money yet. I'm not going to say I'm broke. I, I I feel like I don't believe in that stereotypical saying, I'm broke. The reason why I don't say I'm broke is because I know I have more money coming fluently. And ever since I've had this good relationship with knowing how money comes and money goes, it's like money. I've always been good with money, regardless. So, you know, I, I'm i building these relationships within myself that is so important for me in this transition when everything is not working the way I want it to work. I'm building, in a sense, a way of knowing that whatever it is I'm obedient in, and I'm trying to be more obedient in God's eyes, I'm trying to be more obedient in God's word and uh, in obedient in life and scenarios is working, praying. Doing. So my last one cut off, Um, the last episode cut off for the last little voice memo cut off. And um, I don't know why, because I was going hard in it. But the moral of it all is be patient with your transition. And you know, take the time to really know yourself, understand yourself. If you're a Christian, get into the word. I promise y'all like watching motivational videos and just speaking life over yourself and just being motivated and exercising and everything else has, can really make a great impact on your life. And I say this because it's, it's happening to my life right now. I'm in a season where yes, I'm not in grad school. Yes, I'm doing other things that I'm working low-key with, but that doesn't mean God is not going to show up. That doesn't mean that I'm not gonna be successful. That doesn't mean that I'm not where I need to be. You know, they I feel like society has this like stigma, this um narrative that we need to be somebody by a certain age. And trust me, I got caught up in the hype until now I'm just like, God, I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait. I'll be patient. Like, I will wait for whatever it is that you have for me and just show me the skills and the assets that I need to build myself in order for me to get these things that I'm praying for, that I'm I'm working and equip me and show me to the right people. That's a prayer for myself right now. But It's just those things because sometimes, you know, we jump into things thinking that this is what is made for us, but we're not properly equipped or have the skill set for it. So it's just a matter of knowing that is this really for you or is this something that you went off about because of the hype? And that's why I feel like society portrays on a lot of us today is because we go based off of doing things off of the hype and not acknowledging the skill set and the education that is needed, profounded behind it. You know, if this is really what it is for us. And then in soul searching for ourselves, we find ourselves into the hype of trying to find people who are just like us when we really don't know ourselves. It's so important in this world right now, especially times like this where God has stopped the world to know yourself, to get to know yourself, sit with yourself by yourself and see if you like the person that you are, if you like who you look at yourself in the mirror in, if you like the person that talks to people the way you talk to people, the way you go to work with an attitude because you hate the job. And I speak this on myself because sometimes I go into job. I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I working? I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh, like that's where my little aha, uh-huh, little change the attitude comes in because I can't walk into the place like that. You know, you got customers to share. You never know who you might run into that you might bless or you might talk to and have a good conversation with. I have conversations with people now at the job I work at. You know why? Because I know that even I, even if i not where I, I want to be right now, I'm still going to speak positive. I'm still going to speak to the light. I'm not going to speak to the dark. I'm not going to speak to the dark because me and the dark don't got no, we got no business talking anymore. We, we ain't got, we not on the same level anymore. The level I'm trying to be on, the, the dark is just trying to pull me back. The enemy is just trying to pull me back from what my light is going to. And that's what the devil will always try to do, especially in this transition for us college students. It'll make us feel like, oh, she's there. She's doing this. She's popping. She a big boss and everything else. And what am I doing? Sitting on the couch. What am I doing? Just working at a regular, regular job. Okay. That's fine. But what else do you want to do? Go make it happen. Make it happen. Write your goals down. Work on your goals every single day. I feel like in this society, we want for instant gratification and like, let me not get into like, nah. I'm going to actually get into it. Instant gratification leads to so much temporary feelings and temporary things in life that don't last forever. Delayed gratification brings longevity. Brings wealth and not riches. It brings love. It brings joy. You know, it brings the sacrifices and the hard work and the skills and the assets that we all need the education, the right people, the right network, the right connection. Those are the things that last long run. Why do you think I respect um, a lot of artists that, you know, started in the game? They're like, yeah, when I started getting success, I started getting success at 26 or 35 or so like that. Um, one of the one of the actresses that inspired me that comes to my head right now is Taraji P Henson. Of course, we know her from Baby Boy and a lot of few few movies after that. But her hype and her success started reaching up a height a few years back, after years of Baby Boy. And I love her little um I love her hashtag God is knowing that you know when you walk with God, align with Him, and Really stay on that path. Let me tell y'all that that path is strong. That path is you're gonna face a lot of hits, a lot of things, and a lot of people you're gonna piss off. You're gonna probably piss off your family members, your friends, and everybody else. You probably won't make it to concerts or parties or even get the next outfit or get the next bomb shoes that you've always wanted. Get your nails done on the regular basis, you know, self care yourself on a regular basis. That path. Might not always look, because it's really looking within yourself. How I feel about myself is going to show how I, my energy is. It's going to show my vibration. It's going to show also my outside. And when I see the glow of people, the glow, okay, the, the, the godly, the god glow, let's just call it the glow god, okay, that glow god is different, Let me tell you, it hits different. The different, and when you take a picture, you ain't got no makeup on, okay? And even if Instagram trying to dim the quality of your pictures and everything else, that glow, honey, that glow is something different. That's something that even Instagram can't even take away because God is that strong. God is that powerful. God is, you know, there, Okay, you can see God working miracles from your skin, to the way your body looks, to the way your soul looks, to the way you talk to people, to the way you interact with people. They, they love that about you, you know, because you're working on yourself. The focus is in you. So when the focus is in you, that's when the God glow starts to come in and it's so powerful. And I want that God glow. I want that glow. Okay. And I'm currently working on it. You know, I'm currently working on separating myself from that stigma and also not being afraid to talk about how I feel or express how I feel. So my prayers are becoming more specific. My prayers are coming more repentful. My prayers are becoming more of bringing light, shedding the things that, once fulfilled me temporarily to the to bring it in to uh, to acknowledging that and repenting and then now taking on a new season in my life. And transition is how you make it. You can choose to sit there and let the devil rain on your parade or you can choose sunlight. You can choose that in the midst of my darkest hour, in the midst of the minute that I'm in, I choose light. And every day ain't going to be sexy. Every day ain't going to be hot. Every day is not going to be the prettiest day of your life. You're going to wake up some days and feel like, why the hell are you even up right now? Why the hell are you even, even going to work? Call out. That's the moment where you get in God's presence. He be like, God, I need you, and you may you may not feel it right there and then, but continue like push yourself, push yourself, act on it, be proactive, be proactive about your life, be proactive about your mental health because it is so important, especially during this pandemic. We're so eager to be sucked in by the opinions and the people' advices and everything else. When sometimes I'm just like, yo, just shut up. Shut up. It's none of your business. Shut up. Okay. And just really get into the word, just really talk to God and really watch things that are good and feeding your soul because that's what I've been doing. And I share this for my advice to everybody that I feel like, you know, you should do that too. Give your time. Even if you are a busy working person, you still have time to say like, I'm on my way to work. Let me bomb some boss. Uh, let me box to some bo- gospel music. I said gospel. Gospel music. Let me bop to um, a sermon or like somebody doing like something successful. Let me read about their story. Let me listen to them. You know, not out of comparison or anything like that, but just to get incursion. Because for me, even any video I watch, I get some type of encouragement from them. It's like, wow, I'm so proud of them. Wow. And this, that, and the third. I practice that, acknowledge that, not expecting to be that, but more so Acknowledging and feeding myself that you know if they can do it, I can do it. I can be capable of doing anything. There's always strong affirmations in motivational videos and in interviews and in documentaries that I feel like people misconcept or miss or miss out on it. For me, I'm the person that likes to catch the littlest details in everything. So it's just that it's just how I like. It's just how I feel. So it's just to encourage everybody that you know stay in the course. Let the focus be on you in you. Never fold. Stay 10 toes down like my Nipsey hustle. Uh I wish he was still alive because I would definitely want to have met him. Like that would have been my top in my bucket list goal. But yeah, stay 10 toes down. Never fold. What's in you? People can't take that away. That focus that's in you, that drive, that ambitious, that everything else that you got going on, what you are capable of, the heart that you carry, the heart that you're willing, freely giving to people that ain't is free 99. That's something they can't take that away from you. Don't allow somebody to take away something that God has planted in you that is defining who you are as a person. Never let somebody validate you. Never let somebody validate your purpose. Never let somebody validate your personality just to fit their needs. Don't do it. Don't ever play yourself. Don't ever let somebody else ever play you. That's it. Don't ever let somebody else play you. The game that is in is in you. The game is focused on you, baby. Take the ball back and start playing the game. Playing the game for life. Winning at it. Going for it. Going full force. Even if you fail. Even if you get knocked down so many times. What does Cardi B say? Get up at 10. Okay? So, I love y'all. Check in on yourselves. Check in on anything else that's going on with your life. Stay up. Bible up. Read up. And stay safe. Love you. See you guys in the next episode.